0: Hola, cariño. Hola, amor. Y bienvenidos to Uy, que horror, a Latinx Horror Movie Podcast with Johnny and Eileen.
1: I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. Hi. Buenos días. Buenos días. How are you doing over there?
0: Uh, doing okay. I have a shirt that says Swamp Ass Season on it. And it's Isn't a it butt. Though? It's a
1: Ooh wow i've never seen that shirt i love it's
0: it a, it's a new shirt i saw that's them great. on tiktok
1: uh-huh. and i
0: was like i need that shirt because it yeah. gave me uh the swamp thing vibes
1: i was gonna say swamp thing plus it's like swamp this green ass shirt so
0: it's a green ass shirt and it's like yeah. a sweaty butt <laughs> Yeah. listen and this uh, is
1: swamp ass season right now that's and for i damn suffer sure.
0: very much <sighs> Of swamp ass, same girl. It's a listen, problem.
1: Li- if you listen to this podcast and you're like, "I don't," you're lying to yourself.
0: You're a liar, I liar. Don't care if you have I never small lied butt cheeks, so much.
1: You got swamp ass when it's hot out there. Don't lie I'm to us. I'm
0: constantly <laughs> afraid of like standing up and just and just like cuando yo me salgo de asiento when I like get off of seats, I slide my butt for- forward first. So as to not leave behind a full Steam. swimming pool, <laughs>
1: girl. This reminds <laughs> me. This reminds me of when I used to live in New York, because here in DC, this is disgusting. But the seats in DC are like cloth. It has like I bela. mean,
0: eso me da cosas because of be-
1: bed bugs. Bed too. bugs, but también I, it gross. soaks everything up. But <laughs> I remember it, it does, and then like, but in New York, it's just all plastic from what I remember, yeah. and in the summer, New York City summers. Fuck. And I remember like I'm a small guy, but I have like I kinda have a tush, like a, a little bit of a tush, and i I do the same thing where it's like <laughs> you can't just lift off the seat. You gotta no. like either go to the right or the left See, or just I say home like I always like, used to like sh- <laughs> I used to prepare, right? Like go to the edge of the seat and like just be like <laughs> Start to like air things out. Yeah. Oh man. uh Well,
0: (laughs) that and the the fear that there's a full sweat stain on my butt on like my pants. Oh sure.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. uh,
0: It's anxiety inducing. But what are you gonna do? But it's also like
1: if it fucking happens, it's like look, it's hot. Kiss my ass. My sweaty swamp. My
0: swampy ass.
1: Well, good morning, everybody. Here we are. Hello,
0: everybody. Aquí estamos y estamos sudando.
1: No importa. (laughs) Um, Uh, Let's talk about this movie.
0: Yeah, so this week I picked the film and I picked another listener suggested movie love it so we got an email a few weeks ago from a, a lovely gentleman called sal gomez and he hmm. was very polite and nice and told us uh that he loved our episode of as boas Maneras, which was very hey. nice because we love that movie
1: it is a good episode and
0: he was like by the way i highly wreck you watch this movie veneno para las hadas <sighs> which we had on our list Oh, okay great but i love that he was like you should do this movie. Yes. And he sent us the link. You can only find it on Facebook. Yeah. Facebook watch, which is very interesting.
1: Yeah, that's that's nuts.
0: So I was like, why not? And funnily enough, you know, last week we did El Inquisidor slash fuego del Pecado. Naked Witches. Naked yeah. Witches. And I was like, oh, this is a witchy film as this well. Is
1: witchy, yeah. This movie gave me sure inquisidor vibes, but also Alucarda vibes like it gave me all sorts of stuff I
0: literally was like this is baby Alucarda this is Alucarda totally, for dude. kids
1: yes <laughs> it felt I mean we're gonna get into it but this feels like a kids movie to me if
0: I had seen this when I was a little kid I it would have scared the shit out of me
1: yes this would have been like like, I, it made me think of Watcher in the Woods, which I watched That's as a kid. And absolutely. I was like, this is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. So Agreed. same vibes.
0: Yeah, definitely be prepared to not get incredible spooks out of this one. But <laughs> there is a nostalgia vibe to it. And yeah. it's from the year 1980. So there's still that like, I don't know, there's something about it to me was so, very compelling. I really enjoyed this movie. Oh,
1: same. I'm going to say absolutely 100% From the, the <laughs> same. And it, fe- even though it came out in the 80s, it felt like it felt older. And yeah. it feels like a very simple film. But this movie just, I feel like it just contains multitudes. Yes. It, it says a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it
1: spoke to me for sure. Me
0: <laughs> oh, too. Damn. Listen, like- <laughs> I'll tell you now, I'm a fucking Flavia to the day I die.
1: Ooh, me too. I am <laughs> Flavia. I'm glad that you're not like I'm Veronica. <laughs> no, brother, yo <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> era
0: pura Flavia. También, pura Flavia.
1: también. <laughs> Yeah, girl. Well, let's talk about our childhood trauma, because yes. it's about to come out. <laughs> yes. Jesus. <laughs> so
0: this week, we're doing Veneno para las Hadas, written and directed by absolute horror, Mexican horror legend, yeah. Carlos Enrique
1: Tabuada. And this is our the first film of his that we've done. Correct. Wow. And this is his last fucking film, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. okay.
0: So if you please give me a, a
1: synopsis for the people. This is a synopsis from IMDb, Veneno para las Alas. A 10-year-old girl convinces a lonely classmate that she is a witch forcing the child to become her assistant. (laughs) Though their games are initially rather naive, they gradually take a nasty and violent turn. Sure. Okay. I
0: don't know about assistant, but... Yeah. Okay. We begin in like a sepia... Sepia or sepia?
1: Dude, sepia in español, right? Okay. Un sepia
0: sepia tone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we see a young girl and she's going through this very dark house holding a candle and she when she gets to the place that she wants to arrive at we see in her little hand a blade yeah a woman sits up you don't really see her face she asks Qué haces aqui what are you doing here the girl flings her hand and slices the woman's throat and then we get a shot all in black and white except for this gushing blood from her throat and the woman again you can't really see her face is just a hand grasping at this bleeding throat
1: Mm -hmm. we
0: see the little girl is watching with an evil smirk on her face. Yeah,
1: she is loving it.
0: Loving it. The woman falls over and dies and continu it, like the blood pools on the floor and it's just a shot of this blood pooling and pooling until it fully covers the entire screen. But then that kind of shifts and the red of the blood becomes the red of a back cover of a very big book and somebody closes it. Now
1: this blood looks like paint. Absolute it is paint. Like- paint red blood but as much as i was like damn that blood looks fake it fits perfectly in this yes because you go from the paint red blood into a storybook cover yeah and this is literally like that's that's how it exists in this little girl's head that's what the paint looks like thick awesome touch paint awesome
0: the book is closed and we see a little girl veronica sitting on her bed now the same little girl that was at the top killing this woman is the same little girl that is sitting on the bed the same actress so i was like hold on did she just kill somebody and now is sitting on the bed like i didn't just get just it chilling
1: yeah, yeah no me either <laughs> i actually, i honestly thought it was a different girl uh, at first but i was like no 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 that's the same they're girl. the same right yeah absolutely yes okay
0: okay So Verónica sits on her bed and this murder story is being told to her by her nana, her basically her nanny.
1: Yeah, her nanny, her caretaker, I guess. Her caretaker. Yeah.
0: Verónica asks her nana, she's like, did the little girl kill that woman? And her nana Mm. says, that wasn't a little girl. It was a bruja that had taken her form. Mm. And Verónica says, una bruja? Her nana says, sí. Las brujas lo pueden todo.
1: Girl. Okay, good start.
0: And then we (laughs) see... Veronica just standing there with that same evil smirk from the storybook girl, and we get our title card, Veneno para las alas. And as the credits roll to show you who's who and whatever, she transforms and her hair gets stringier and darker, dark circles under her eyes. She starts getting underlit, like lit under her face, so everything seems very shadowy on her yeah. face. And she begins to get older and older and uglier until at the end you have this hideous, old, toothless, cackling witch. Yeah. But this whole time, the transformation, it's kind of like they... They faded in between all like the additions of stuff mm-hmm. to her face. Eventually, mm-hmm. into this older woman that plays the witch, and they, this evil smirk is there the entire fucking time. It's
1: very cool. And the music underneath is like ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 de- ding. It's like it's Piano-y basically happy. happy piano music, which you would think wouldn't fit, but it added to the creepiness to me. I was like, this is weirding me out right now.
0: Very much so. So now we see another little girl, and this is Flavia. And she's going into a classroom. She's a new girl. Mm -hmm. The teacher says that she can sit in uh, one of these empty desks. And she tells Veronica, who is also in that classroom, Mm -hmm. to let her study off of her book. And Veronica scoots her desk over close to Flavia's and asks her, what's what's your name again? And Flavia says, it's Flavia. Mm -hmm. And she turns around and says, Eso no es nombre.
1: Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, (laughs) ma'am?
0: And Flavia's like, yes, it is. It's a fucking name. And Veronica's like, yeah, pero es nombre de araña.
1: You literally (laughs) see... Flavia just like looking off like what? She the... looks
0: she looks directly <laughs> down the barrel of the camera like she's, she's like, like f- breaks the fourth wall <laughs> and is like did y'all hear this bitch just say that to me? It's hilarious. Uh... It's recess and Veronica is grabbing a big ass beetle off of a white Ooh. rose yeah. and putting it into her wooden pencil box and Flavia asks her what she's doing and Veronica's like fuck off go fuck yourself bye. Vete
1: Straight up. <laughs> Vete, Vete. Andate.
0: andate. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And Flavia's like, ¿Por qué que yo tengo nombre de araña? Why'd uh-huh. you say I have a spider name, you dick? Right, right. And Veronica's like, because that's the name of my spider. And Flavia's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then something switches, and she's like, you have a spider? All of a sudden, she's intrigued. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, never mind that you were an asshole. What's the deal with you and your spider? And why do you have it? Veronica turns around and says, Para encantamientos.
1: Oh, boy. Already
0: you can tell this kid is probably like, what is the phrase? Too much for her britches? That's Too not big it.
1: for her britches. Too
0: big for her britches. But
1: the thing is, this girl, Veronica, who's like, I do spells with Beatles and whatever the fuck she's saying. I was like, yeah. I know her. I I know I this bitch.
0: Also know her. From
1: when I was a kid, I was like, I know you and I don't like you. Yeah. Like you didn't make me feel good as a child. Immediately you know what I, mean?
0: I felt defensive. Oh, and my I God. was like Fuck.
1: She was very good. She nailed yes, it. Yes. <laughs> you know this what I mean? kid is yeah.
0: genuinely terrifying yeah. in a way that is so subtle. Her face is angelic. Like she oh is my God, she's uh,
1: this gorgeous, this blonde beauty, you know. These so two sweet. little
0: girls are absolute cherubs. Yes. But there's something behind Veronica's eyes that you're like, you have no soul. <laughs> So Veronica goes home and she says hi to her abuelita, who is like, you see her like gnarled old lady hand come up and she's like, go take a bath. Carmen, the nana, has a merienda for her, her snack, Mm -hmm. but make sure to do your homework. And this is when I noticed Mm -hmm. we have seen about three to four adults at this point and we'd never see their face. Nope. They're either back turned to you or like in this abuelita case, there's a, the chair Mm -hmm. is keeping us from seeing her. And it's very, that also was like, this gives me, feelings, like that totally. I can't see an adult.
1: It For me, I was like, I feel like, first of all, I can't trust the adults. Right. But also you don't have the safety of adults as well. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: It feels like there's no control. Absolutely. So in the bath, Nana is reading another story about brujas to Veronica. Girl,
1: stop she... freaking out this girl. What are you doing? She ain't freaking
0: her out, Jonathan. That that lady is in, fucking poking the fire. She is like, here's more bruja stuff because she's not afraid of those brujas veronica asks what an aquelarre is and that I looked it up it means coven uh-huh. and uh, well aquelar is a coven and then her nana explains that the aquelarre is when uh, the witches dance so that they can meet with the devil to make packs with him so they can ask for magical powers now we're in the kitchen and Veronica's having her snack she's drinking un chocolate and there's like a big plate of pastries and I was like give me all of that into my face delicious she's telling nana about the new girl at school and how she must be rich because her mom came to pick her up in a really big dope ass car then she asks her nana why don't i remember my parents and her nana explains that it's because she was very little when their accident happened Mm. and then nana asks her do you miss your mother and veronica without missing a beat nary emotion anywhere to be found
1: no not a moment.
0: And this, I felt, if I were a little kid and I had seen this, this moment mm. of, I don't miss my mom and the way that she was so absolute about it, this is the moment that I'm like, she's evil.
1: Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like she doesn't even have to consider it. There's just not a feeling there.
0: No, I don't <sighs> miss my mom.
1: Yeah, that's it's it. It's final. Brutal, really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So now we see Flavia, and she's getting ready for bed at her house. You see the difference of, of like, households. Like, Flavia's parents are very doting. Her dad is like, oh, my daughter, you're so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Will you do me the honor of going to the fair with me on Sunday? Caramba, caramba. Caramba, caramba. (laughs) Qué linda esta niña. (laughs) They hug goodnight, and Flavia asks him, can we get una araña? And... You're like,
1: oh God! Okay,
0: no. no. If I, my, if my kid hugged me to go to bed, and she's like, hey, can I have a fucking spider? No. I'd be like, no! <laughs>
1: as final as as Veronica was like, as... I don't miss my mom. No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not at
0: all. So then we're in her bedroom, and she's getting tucked in by her mom, and her mom grabs her doll, Betty, and is like, la Betty tiene que dormirse en su caja. Did you see the doll move?
1: I sure did. The reason I did was because on Facebook Watch, it has a comment where it was like, look at Betty's head, and I saw the head turn when the mom grabbed it and I'm just like okay some dolls do that right like some dolls have like revolving heads
0: I didn't see that comment but I saw the moment oh my where it happened my hair and, would have
1: stood on end
0: dude I literally was like that's not that's not cool that's <laughs> not no I don't like that yeah and also even worse is still we haven't seen any of the parents faces like when yeah. she's saying goodnight to her dad you don't see the dad nope. at this moment when she's getting tucked in you see the back of the mom's body yeah. and her like you never see her face so having the doll turn like that a uh, nightmare I ha- hated it <laughs> flavia asks her mom why do some little girls pray before going to bed and her mom says porque tienen miedo. <gasps> but not you you're not afraid and flavia is like no yo no i'm not afraid either
1: i mean that like literally that mom to me at least she's just like shutting down religion
0: we see in the in the rest of the movie like that basically flavia and her family are atheists yeah
1: don't celebrate and christmas and stuff it's like very yeah very nonchalant all this and stuff
0: it's, yes and it's never pushed it's never like yeah. oh, we hate god not even no. that if anything it exacerbates the difference between like Here are people that really, like, their belief is very much about here, now, like, reality. Mm -hmm. And then here's this little girl who's like... I'm a witch communing with the devil. You know what I mean? Totally. So now we're back to Veronica, and she's getting tucked in by her nana, and uh, she's like telling her some story about some haunted house she used to live in, and her nana goes up to Veronica to give her the sign of the cross, la bendición, before bed, when Veronica says... How do you make a pact with the devil and stops Nana in the middle of La Señal de la Cruz?
1: Ma'am, this is where you stop telling this girl these these fucking witch stories. Hello. Stop now. Girl. That was awesome, though. The stop of, like, literally pause. She was like,
0: and <laughs> el padre y el o. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now we're back at school and Veronica goes to the office to get some more chalk for her teacher. And she overhears that the English teacher, Miss is has to leave the school unexpectedly and very suddenly. She goes back to the classroom and Flavia is furiously trying to finish her English homework because she forgot to do it. And Veronica sends her a note and says, Miss Elise is leaving school. Mm-hmm. So at recess, Flavia's like, How did you know that? Probably just coming back from Miss Elise not being in class. And she's like, How did you know that? And Veronica says, I know everything. I know everything that's going to happen because I have a friend that tells me anything that I ask him mm-hmm. for. And my friend.
1: Is an owl. Whatever you say, girl.
0: As I was watching this, I was like, okay, are these truths? At this point, it's still so much in the beginning of the movie where I was like, maybe she really is a witch. And Mm -hmm. I'm not really putting together that this is just a kid that is manipulative and spinning a yarn, basically.
1: I mean, they literally did just give us the explanation as to why she knew why Miss Elise was leaving. Right. And she uses that against... Flavia. Yeah. But at this point, too, I was like, I feel like at some point there will be a witch or a supernatural element that comes into this film. We will find out as we go along.
0: I think it. <laughs> especially feels that way because this kid is so mysterious and there is something about it where you're like i do want a witch to show up yeah there's expectation for it
1: there's that creepy factor like creepy vibes underneath that you're like something's gonna happen here this
0: kid is weird you know too much for yeah. your own good something's up so the girls are now at Veronica's house and they're looking at a stuffed owl and Veronica's explaining, "Here's my friend and don't be fa- afraid of him. He's very nice." And Flavia's like, "Uh, he's know, fucking dead and stuffed. What are you talking about?" And she's like, "Why don't make him tell you something right now?" And Veronica's like, "No, he only talks to me at night." And Flavia says, "Dude, you're a liar. This is why at school they say that vos sos una mentirosa." Veronica's like, "Oh yeah." what about what I told you about Miss Ellis? Mm. And Flavia's like, oh, okay. Sure. Maybe okay. she's got a point. And she turns around, Veronica turns around and says, at night he flies into my room and we talk. And Flavia's skeptical, but still mm. very curious about it. Yeah. Cause she doesn't know that she's lying. She asks, why did he pick you? And Veronica's like, I can't tell you. It's a secret. And if I tell you and you tell somebody, te puede ir muy mal. Which is the phrase she says throughout this film.
1: A manipulative threat throughout the movie.
0: If you say something, if you reveal anything, my secret, te puede ir muy mal. And Flavia promises, she's like, I'm not going to say anything, I swear. And Veronica says... I'm not what it what I seem. Yo no soy niña, yo soy una bruja.
1: Uh, okay. This, this is exactly what you were just saying with like the her where Flavia's parents are basically atheists Mm -hmm. and this girl like you cut out religion in an upbringing and I feel like you cut out with all due respect to people who are religious I am not particularly religious you cut out a lot of like fantasia sure kind of you know what I mean yeah and all of a sudden like this is what you were saying like this girl Flavia comes from kind of just like earthbound reality and here comes Veronica where she is like Actually, the devil exists. This fucking owl talks to me, and I'm a witch in this in this body. Yeah, and so that's why this girl keeps listening to her. She's just fascinated. It's you know it's what I mean.
0: Running wild with your imagination, yeah. and here's like a chance where having not had those quote-unquote fantastical religious stories of Jesus and whatever, all that stuff, you know. Getting that very much at an arm's reach, like very close to you, must feel thrilling and exciting and like maybe she is a witch you know what I mean and when you're a little kid
1: yeah and they're fucking they're like 10 years old
0: they're babies oh my gosh back at home Flavia asks her dad is it true that there are witches and her dad is like no honey they don't exist don't worry about it back in the day people were ignorant and they thought that women had pacts with the devil and they would burn them alive (sighs) because that was the only way that you could kill a which was if you burned them, and Flavia's face is like, "Whoa,
1: whoa!" I mean, that's probably not something you want to tell a kid that young. But sure, go ahead.
0: So we have this tiny little scene of Veronica and Flavia back at school, and Veronica invites Flavia to come over to see her spider, but Flavia says she can't go because she's got piano lessons, which she hates. Mm. Odio el piano is what she says.
1: I used to hate. This is another the reason,
0: too. dude. Another <laughs> reason I'm a Flavia yeah. because I had piano lessons too with Same. a madam, mm-hmm. and fuck, I, I was like, hated Mom, it. I don't want to go, and my yeah. mom was like, "Vaya, ir a mi no me importa." No matter what. I and hated like, it Ugh.
1: so much that I was scheduled to be in a recital that I just forgot about. So much though so that like, the next week at school, my friend was like, hey, I went to go see your recital and you weren't there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, oh, my bad. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry.
0: So Flavia goes into Madame Ricard's house. Now, Madame Ricard is the piano teacher. She walks into her house and she's like, Madame Ricard, Madame Ricard. And we see this woman... Well, we see her arm yeah. and her, like, hand and her long, painted jeweled, nails. painted nails, and she's coming down the staircase, and but we never see her face. I
1: thought, aquí viene la bruja. I was like, Yo
0: también. I was Yo like, dije, now, esta es la bruja. This
1: is, the, this is the bruja.
0: So, Madame Ricard, who is... <laughs> french and she speaks <laughs> with a french accented yeah, spanish yeah. is like yo quiero oír esa serenata de nuevo. and i was it. like oh okay ma'am <laughs> flavia plays but she plays pretty badly and madame ricard is like um excuse me i can tell you haven't been practicing so play from al principio and it's just like okay So now we see Veronica and Flavia and they're playing in Veronica's backyard and Flavia says that her dad says, like, my dad says that witches don't exist. It's such a little kid thing of like, well, my mom says and well, my dad says and all that shit. And Veronica's like, that's not true. I'm a witch. I'm old and I'm hideous and horrible. And Flavia's like, okay, then, well, then turn old. Do it. (laughs) And Veronica's like, um, otro día. No, ahorita no. (laughs) And Flavia's
1: like, okay, girl. Okay, bitch. I get it.
0: (laughs) So inside the house, Flavia asks what happened to Veronica's parents And she says that they died. She asks, oh, so you live alone with your nana? Veronica turns to look at her with like a crazy eye and is like, "See? No, you don't, bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's somebody else up in there.
0: So Veronica's like, would you really not be scared if I turned into a horrible old witch right now? And Flavia's like, no. And so Veronica's like, okay, bet. She runs upstairs and she's like, "Vení, Flavia, vení conmigo." So Flavia follows her up the stairs, but at this point, Verónica has hidden in her abuelita's room, and Flavia goes into this room looking for Verónica. "Verónica, Verónica." She walks over to the window where the with these huge curtains. She looks behind it, she can't see anything. She turns around, and sitting in the chair is an old ass Ugly, hideous
1: Woman Who
0: is Who is Verónica's abuelita Es una bruja She looks like a a
1: fucking She's not a bruja But she looks like A fucking bruja
0: like si fuera Man. un stereotype de bruja yes. esta señora I mean, is literally the bruja
1: looks like she's 104 she's got like a a limp eyelid long gray hair like if I black. saw that woman holy shit done
0: and obviously Flavia loses her fucking mind cause yeah. she's like this is fucking Veronica is what she thinks yeah, and right. she screams bloody murder and runs out she's like fuck <laughs> poor thing so now in bed Uh, flavia is fully having a nightmare and she wakes up and she looks out the window and there's a tree branch outside that like turns into a hand and it looks like it's coming at her yeah 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 totally Totally me too so she gets out of bed and she runs into her parents room and she falls into her mom's lap and she's like mama mama and this hand comes up and it's caresses Flavia's head but it's a gnarled hideous long nailed witch hand and Flavia looks up and it's not her mom it's that toothless underlit witch from the beginning and she's cackling a hideous cackle so Flavia screams and now she wakes up from the nightmare so classic nightmare within a nightmare Mm -hmm. and she like poor thing is like going through it she sits in bed and she's like crying and stressed and I was like ay la pobrecita back at school Veronica warns Flavia again don't you dare tell anyone about me being an old witch in this body again se te va ir muy mal Mm -hmm. and Flavia again swears but then she also asks Is there any way that you can do a spell so that I don't have to take piano lessons anymore? Which is such a little kid thing to do. Like, it's like somebody I'm afraid of. Somebody Mm -hmm. that I have, like, absolute fear, but I know now has power. Yeah. The most innocent thing, like, I don't want to take piano lessons anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And also, like, considering the fact that she's still new, and Veronica seems to be, like, her only friend, so, and and she is, like, she's starting to believe this shit. Like, she's getting into, not getting into it, but she's falling under the spell, Part, forgive me, no pun intended, you know, but... It's happening. You know, it's working.
0: So now they're in the dark of Veronica's basement, and the girls are lighting a bunch of black candles. And Veronica says, This is how the devil likes them painted black. Veronica takes Flavia's piano book and rips out one of the pages. She sticks out her little arms, Frankenstein style, in front of her, and she chants, "Satanas, Satanas, yo te invoco." And then she <laughs> <Flavia> takes.
1: <laughs> starts to laugh. <laughs> she fully I starts love, to laugh, it.
0: and Veronica's like, "Um, hello. This is the only way to do it. Don't be a bitch. Mm-hmm. Don't be rude." So Veronica grabs a little pair of scissors and cuts her finger, and then takes Flavia's finger and cuts her finger and the two of them press their little bleeding fingerprints onto this page of the piano book. And then she says, Satanás, we're making a pact with you. Take Madame Ricard. She makes us suffer, take her far, and for her to never return. Veronica rolls it up and then lights it on the candle flame.
1: Can you imagine as a child, seeing your friend do this?
0: Well, I remember doing like spooky things where you'd totally. be like... The, did you ever play that pencil game where you put two pencils and a cross... Like, uh-huh. on top of a piece of paper with, like... It would be, like, the poor man's Ouija board, basically. I,
1: uh, absolutely. Like, I remember... I mean, I was a little bit older, but I saw the craft, and I was like, okay, all of my friends, we are forming a coven now. and it, it can cons- Of course I did. I still fucking <laughs> love that amazing film. But I would be like, this is what the coven is doing today, and I'd be like, we're gonna do uh, light as a feather, stiff as, stiff as a board. But also, like, <laughs> I which, like, thought I would get... Get into it, but it's too fucking involved. But Veronica's like got the candles, slicing fingertips. She is invested in all of the this. The
0: blood shit. part
1: oh, particularly
0: that's it. would have been a little too much.
1: Stop. Yes.
0: Yeah. We're back at Madame Ricard's and Flavia is now currently nailing playing the piano and <laughs> madame ricard is smoking a bunch of cigarettes you see her ashtray is fucking full she says keep practicando while i go make the tea <laughs> flavia plays and plays and all of a sudden there's a, a lot like a really big crashing sound of dishes breaking mm-hmm. and flavia walks over to the kitchen and she opens the swinging do- the swinging door and on the ground is Madame Ricard fucking dead. And this, along with the witch face, is the only other adult face that we see. Right. Which is, I thought was like, whoa, we see an adult face, but it's a dead one. Horrible. Back at Flavia's house, her parents talk about the shock of Flavia finding her fucking teacher dead on the ground, but that it's no surprise because she'd already had two infartos okay hello that también la otra cosa es que when they show the teacher dead on the ground she's a young woman honestly oh. she's like my age
1: oh she is young yes absolutely like it's and a bit of a and this bitch already pero, had two sure.
0: <laughs> infartos yeah two heart attacks yeah
1: but apparently she's just like smoking all sorts of cigarettes all day Unhealthy. long not taking not taking care of herself so
0: the mom is like poor woman she says why do these things happen and when she says that we pan up and we see that Flavia has been eavesdropping particularly to that line why do these things happen Mm -hmm. and you can see in her face that she's like it was me so now we're at Madame Ricard's funeral and it's raining everybody's wearing black I really love this the way that this was shot Mm. in that it was all umbrellas all umbrellas everyone in black the coffin was black and dead center is Flavia, dressed in white. Yeah. And she's standing there really sad, obviously. A woman comes over to the coffin and lifts up the lid and you can see madame ricard dead inside they close the lid and flavia's standing there and she faints into the mud like she's just can't handle the pressure right now
1: this was me sorry ricard
0: so now in flavia's bedroom she's in bed recuperating from the faint and her little tiny black dog hippie is there who's very cute so cute And her mom comes in and is like, guess what? Someone's here to see you. Oh,
1: God. Here we go.
0: Your local witch, (laughs) Veronica, has arrived. So the mom leaves and Flavia says to Veronica, she's like, I didn't want Madame Ricard to die. But Veronica's like, well, we asked her to leave and to never return. And Flavia's like, yeah, but not for her to die, dude. (sighs) Right. And Veronica again threatens Poor little Flavia, like, don't tell anyone that we did this spell. Because if you do, you might go to jail. And that really freaks her out. Like, of because course. poor little thing. She's sitting in bed, literally, her knees are up to her chest. And she's just like, not jail, please. <sighs> Veronica says, besides, all the packs with the devil have to be a secret. Because if you tell, he may appear, and Flavia is just oh. like I'm gonna have a nervous Are breakdown. You f-
1: okay, so first of all, we've killed our teacher. <laughs> I'm going to jail, and now the, the devil's devil coming is for is me. Going to
0: appear, yeah.
1: Well, I'm just Fuck. never gonna leave my bedroom.
0: Exactly. Veronica sees Flavia's doll Betty, the doll, the haunted doll we saw yeah. earlier, and <laughs> she says, turner. "I'll give you anything that you want for her." But Flavia's like, "No, Betty's the doll that I love the most," and Veronica's like. I can do whatever I want. (sighs) And if I want to take her, I can come into your house in the middle of the night through the window and take her. And Flavia, your, her face is like, what am I going to like? You can see in her face. Like, how am I, how do I how this person is in my life now yeah so that night Flavia has another nightmare and it's Veronica in like a ghostly form coming into her bedroom cackling that horrible witch cackle that Mm -hmm. we heard like adult witch cackle and she's taking Betty with her and then Flavia sees that there's a really big gift box and she opens the lid and inside is Madame Ricard's dead fucking body face like
1: oh my god
0: and then it opens she opens her eyes and Flavia's like wakes up and again just like the stress level this poor girl is going through
1: this is trauma honey that is just getting worse with each terrifying thing she's saying to her and every time there
0: is a threat that goes along with it Yeah. at Veronica's house Nana is chopping up Zucchini in the kitchen And Veronica comes in And she's asking for lunch And Nana's like Get the fuck out of here Me pones nerviosa En la cocina <laughs> this,
1: Oh my I was like This is a, na, Nana is Eileen Cause it's like You're making me nervous Get the fuck out of my kitchen
0: Exactly <laughs> and then, I, I am Nana Oh
1: man So good
0: and, uh, and Nana's like Go and read the books That your grandma That your abuelita Gave to you And Veronica's No I don't like them There's no brujas in them them. And Nana's like, Yeah, well, that's because fairies, alas, don't like brujas. And they usually aren't in the same books together. And brujas kill las alas. Mm-hmm. And Veronica immediately is like, Tell me more, please. And she says, How? And Nana says, In their cauldrons, they throw lizard tails, tierra de panteón ashes of a cross snakes and a bunch of other gross shit and the result is a poison and then we see a fucking shot of veronica and she says veneno para las alas title of our film So the girls are hanging out again and Flavia tells Veronica that her and her family are gonna go to their ranch. And it's big and it has a horse and a lake with ducks.
1: Rich girl. And
0: it's a total rich girl. And Veronica says, I want to go with you. And it's not it's not an I'm asking or like, wow, that'd be really cool if I went No, it's a demand.
1: No bitch, I'm going.
0: Poor Flavia turns around and she's like, Um, but we've never went with anyone before. And Veronica's like
1: doesn't want her to come. It's At so all. uncomfortable. I mean, and Veronica's
0: like, "I mean, no me importa." You're gonna tell your dad that you're bringing me. And Flavia, fucking stressed out as hell, is like, "But what if he doesn't want to?" And she's like, "If he doesn't want to, I'm going to be very
1: angry with you." Okay. Now I know this is a child, but bitch, stop. Fuck Back off up. and leave Back. this girl alone now.
0: Agreed. You're awful. Totally. So Flavia's parents are talking and she and the mom is, again, still we don't see their faces or anything. They're, we see their feet coming down the stairs. And the mom is like, I don't know about this kid. She is weird. I'm not I'm really. What a
1: weirdo. Yeah,
0: I'm not really into this <laughs> friendship. And the dad, who obviously is, he like. Flavia is a daddy's girl. Absolutely. The mom is more stern. Yes. And the dad is like listen we can't pick the friends that she makes you know it is what it is. Flavia really insisted and the mom's like "All right, try and convince you anything other than what your daughter wants. Fine we'll take this fucking weird kid with us to the ranch. Cut to the girls in the backseat of the car and they're arriving at Mm -hmm. the ranch and we see this beautiful lake and the landscape is very beautiful. We see a little montage of different scenes of them playing by the lake with hippie and exploring this big barn that the ranch has where they keep all the hay now okay i was gonna ask you this like how do you describe it's not the second floor but there's like a shelf on
1: i called it a hayloft
0: hayloft that's it right it's a hayloft i believe so yes so they're like flavia's like i like to hide up there when i don't want people to find me in the hayloft and then they go to the The village next door has a little cemetery and they like walk through the the graves and everything. They go through, there's an old church that's in ruins and they walk through that. And they go over to see Toño, the cuidador of the ranch, his house and see if he's there and he's not. So while they're still exploring, they find a a garage with some old carriages. Veronica sees a really big pot and she's like, oh, look. A cauldron. <sighs> and she's like, "We should take it." And Poor Flavia's is like, "Why? <laughs> Why? Oh god,
1: what's next? God <laughs> what damn <now>? it."
0: <laughs> Veronica says, "Because we're going to make something really important. <sighs> Un veneno para las alas, And nobody can know, so let's hide this cauldron in the hayloft of the barn. As they walk to the barn with the cauldron, <laughs> they pass a really big cement cross veronica's like what is this and flavia says well toño says that the devil used to show up here so they put up this cross so that it could protect them from the devil and veronica's fucking demonio ass bitch she turns to that cross and she sticks her tongue out she's like eh like fuck you i am the devil's child.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: At the barn, they climb the ladder and they hide the cauldron in the hayloft. Flavia asks, why do we have to kill the alas? Veronica says, because they don't like brujas. And Flavia says, then when? what do you do when the poison is ready? And Veronica says, you put it in spots where there are mushrooms and flowers, because that's where the fairies gather in the night when the moon is full. And Flavia asks... Who showed you how to do all this? Veronica says, Other brujas. And it's really complicated because you got to get spider legs and frogs' legs, snakes, ashes. And when you have everything, you put it in water and you boil it. And Flavia's like, Ew, gross, it's going to really stink. And Veronica's like, Yep. And hello, that's the alas. smell it and then they die. And sweet Flavia is like, But that's evil. Yeah. And Veronica's is like, hello, brujas have to be malas. And then she says, like kind of quietly to herself, mm-hmm. she says, Yo quiero ser la más mala de
1: todas. She means it. She
0: means it. She's like yeah. I'm I will be the evilest witch that there is. I plan on it.
1: Like she she doesn't even look at Flavia when she says no. that. You're like she's saying it to herself. Like she's putting it into I the am.
0: universe. Yeah. Yes. Oof. So the girls start to collect their ingredients. We see them grab a big ass tarantula which they don't give a oh, hot fuck. They're they just gra- grabbing it have gra- been
1: gone Adios. running the opposite direction. Horrible. <laughs> absolutely not
0: They go fishing and they're like, we need worms and we'll use worms for fishing, but then we'll use the other worms that are left over for the for the poison. Mm -hmm. They search for lizards at the church ruins and they take the little boat on the lake without permission over to find frogs on the other side of the lake. And finally, they go to Toño's house, the cuidador, and they steal a snake skin that he has hanging on his wall. At the barn where the cauldron is hidden up on the hayloft, the girls put all their stuff that they've collected so far in there. And Flavia asks, what's left? And Veronica says, dirt from a pantheon, which is Mm. a mausoleum, Mm -hmm. and a wooden cross from a grave. And we burn it, and then we throw the ashes into the poison.
1: Hello, did we not learn?
0: I was about to say. Andrea, <laughs> don't be stealing crosses.
1: Don't be fucking... Like, literally, we brought in Alucarda, all these movies. This one, I was like, really? With Andrea right now? Have we not learned our lesson? Come
0: on. And Veronica says, the only time we can go is at midnight. And Flavia's like, okay, uh, this nope. I, you cross crossed the line. No, dude, no way. No, yo no voy, yo no voy. She literally runs out of the barn screaming, yo no voy, yo no voy, yo no voy, yo no voy, yo
1: no voy, yo no voy. Which was... Perfect, like for a little kid. I was, You could. This is perfection. This is. Yeah. A, this is real. A child being yeah. like, absolutely not. No, the line it has been crossed. Cemetery Running. at midnight. No.
0: I'm eight.
1: This is too much.
0: So we're back at the ranch house, and they're sitting in front of a fire, and Veronica tells Flavia that last night. She saw my, Madame Ricard oh, on the stairs, you bitch, and that she's come back to scare them. And I was like, this fucking bitch knows exactly yeah. what she's doing. Yes. And so that night while they're all in bed, poor Flavia freaked the fuck out. Like literally how this kid hasn't fully gone. How can
1: you even sleep? Bro, it's it's full terror at this point
0: flavia gets up and she sneaks around asking Madame ricard Madame ricard in the middle of the night dark house awful i would have never left my bed in the
1: middle of nowhere no good lord no
0: way and she like a breeze goes by and makes a noise and she gets scared and runs back into her bed the next day flavia is sitting outside holding poor hippie and she is obviously like she's going through it oh yeah she asks veronica is Madame Ricard coming back? And Veronica says, yep. And she wants to get even with us by scaring us. And the only way for her to go away is if we go to the cemetery tonight. And that way, she'll see that we're not afraid of the dead and she'll leave. And poor Flavia's like, well, I have no choice.
1: That's that's what I got to do.
0: So that night, the girls go into the cemetery and they grab some dirt and Veronica finds a cross a wooden cross, and she starts wiggling it. And Flavia hears footsteps, but Veronica doesn't, so she keeps wiggling that cross. All of a sudden, Flavia turns around, and a hand reaches out, and we look up, and there's another face, another adult.
1: Horrifying face. Underlit,
0: horrible face. It's Toño the Cuidador. And he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing out here?
1: Interesting to show his face because he is frightening. But also from what Flavia said, he is a very caring guy. Yeah. He's a good man. Yes. But this is like authority figure face that we need to see in this movie. You know what I mean? Totally.
0: So now we see Flavia's dad is fully yelling at both of the girls. Understandable. uh, understandable he's like what were you doing in the cemetery what the hell and Flavia crying she breaks down and she's like we were getting dirt from the panteon to make un veneno para las hadas and she tells the secret Mm. Veronica turns around her face death in her eyes she is like I mean oh fuck you and she like with the most innocent little voice she's like es un juego señor (sighs) you, like, what a game this bitch is playing. Oof. So they go to their beds, and Veronica is livid. Flavia sh- turns to her, and she's like, I had to tell him. He was like, he's my dad. He's yelling at me. And Veronica's like, don't you fucking talk to me? Ooh,
1: I hate those. And
0: she's like, you're going to pay for what you've done. Ugh. Flavia, you can tell, she's like, I'm fucked. Yeah. So we see this beautiful shot of like a, I don't know how to, like a ravine. Like it. it's this like dip in the earth, but then mm-hmm. above it, there's these beautiful trees that kind of like-
1: It's like a dip. mini valley of beauty in there. It's just yeah, gorgeous. gorgeous.
0: <laughs> and then in the middle is Veronica's on a swing, just going back and forth. It almost gave me Lord of the Rings vibe, like totally. the Shire, you know yes, what I mean?
1: absolutely. A gorgeous
0: shot and Flavia comes in and she's feeling really bad and she's like- I'm sorry that I said something like I don't see what's wrong. You know, he's not going to do anything. And Veronica's like, I don't give a fuck. You'll see what's going to happen when the brujas come in and they fucking take your eyes. And to make you stop telling their secrets, they're also going to cut off your tongue. God damn, bro.
1: Okay, so we've killed Madame Ricard. I'm going to jail. Satan's coming, and now witches are going to pop, pe- like, fucking take my eyes and cut off my tongue. What an absolute monster. Good Ugh. lord.
0: And Flavia begs her and is like, please tell them not to. And Veronica says, well, then what will you give me? Flavia, in desperation, is like, anything you want. And Veronica, dead pan, looks her in the face and says, I want hippie. <sighs> I can't. Back in their room, Flavia asks Veronica when she's going to make the poison or when they're going to make the poison. And Veronica says, I'm making it tomorrow night, but you're not. And Flavia's like, please let me see. I want to help. And Veronica's like, OK, well, then when are you going to give me hippie? Are you going to give him to me forever? <laughs> Give him to me now. Poor Flavia picks up Hippie and she's crying and she hands him to Veronica. And Veronica says, tell me he's mine.
1: Oh my God, you little evil bitch.
0: (laughs) And poor Flavia's like, he's yours.
1: Just tears. A
0: mess. She's a mess. Oh my God. And she says, swear it. And Flavia nods and she's like, no, you have to say, I swear I'll never try and take Hippie from Veronica. And if I do... I let the brujas come and take my eyes. This
1: is evil. Absolute evil. evil. But the thing is, I can picture a child actually doing this.
0: I feel like I've been said this before.
1: Yes, 100%. In some
0: form or
1: another. Absolutely. Which is why we feel it so strong. Why we're like, oh my God, I hate you so much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Flavia almost says it all. She barely can say it because she starts weeping and falls into her bed. And this fucking bitch says she has the fucking gall, Mm. the audacity. She turns around and says, don't cry. I'm sure your dad can give you another one. Con una Ooh, that I was like, you're a, you're a cunt.
1: Absolute perra. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're just calling 10-year-olds cunts and perras today. But
0: she is. She's this so is how awful. Good this, this, this is how good <sighs> this kid did this job yeah. because she is fully a Cause we anus, hate her. Yeah. hateful bitch. The next day, we have a little scene of Flavia watching Veronica run around and playing with Hippie. And she's just an absolute mess. And then it's at night. And the girls and Hippie go to the barn. The moon is full. Up in the hayloft, they prepare the cauldron. But Hippy stays at the bottom of the barn and he is yapping and a barking and a yapping and a barking. And Veronica tells Flavia, go down and tell him to shut up and keep him quiet. So Flavia goes down. And when she looks up at the hayloft, there's a shadow of Veronica. But in her mind, it turns into this hideous witch. Like, Hook nose, crazy chin. The cauldron is big. She's like hunched back and she's got a big stick.
1: Classic witch. Literally cackling.
0: Cackling, a horrible cackle. And like turning like with a big stick at the cauldron. And Flavia's like, this is it. And she grabs a candle and she puts it into a fucking haystack and sets it on fire. And then she grabs the ladder that goes up to the hay loft and pulls it down. She grabs hippie, she walks out of that fucking barn, locks it Box. behind her, and stands there and watches the fucking thing burn. <laughs>
1: Dude, dude, the twist. Te, te digo, My jaw. When I realized, when my brain clicked, I was like, "Oh, this oh, is what's happening fuck. right now."
0: We hear Holy Veronica's shit. up in that hayloft, and she's like, "Por favor, por favor, Flavia, ayúdame, ayúdame, Flavia, por favor." It's too she's, late,
1: girl. This, this, you did this to yourself, honey. You did this. You, you did, did this. this. I'm going to say I was smiling while I watched this ending. I oh was like, God. "Oh damn, this is really? amazing."
0: <laughs> <laughs> she bangs on the window and it breaks and her little wrists like are cut and she's sitting there and she's crying and "Por favor, ayúdame, Flavia, por favor." And outside, Flavia holds Hippie and she watches the barn burn and a small smile runs across her face as the barn is engulfed in flames. The credits roll over the still of her small smile, and the barn continues to burn down to nothing. Fin de la película.
1: (sighs) What a movie. Man. Damn. What
0: a movie, dude.
1: Now, before we get to trivia, Uh I just need to ask you, and you don't have to share if you don't want to, but can you remember anybody in your childhood who treated you like veronica treated flavia like do you have any specific instances you can think of
0: the one that i can think of i, I <laughs> my naive ass when i was living in san francisco and my mom was sick and uh-huh. uh i was i had spent one year in a catholic school there Oof, wow. and there was this this girl who like became my friend and i would tell her like i am obsessed with devon sawa and mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I know him. And I was like, oh, my God, you know Devin Sawa? And she's like, yeah, I can get you guys in contact with each other. Oh. And then for like a really long time, she would write letters out and give them to me saying they were from Devin Sawa. Oh. And I would write him back.
1: (gasps) And you you fully thought you were like, these are from Devin Sawa.
0: Yeah. 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 And then finally, these two other girls were like, do you know that you're getting fucking played right now? And I was like, no, this is real. This is Devin Sawa. He's uh, talking to me. Heartbreaking.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That just kills me.
0: And finally, uh, one day, those two girls got this other girl and me. And she's like, they're like, say it to her now. Tell her now that it's a lie. <sighs> and she admitted the lie.
1: Um, I'm very grateful for these two girls who were like, fess up. Right now. Yeah. Holy shit.
0: And my heart was
1: baroken Um have you seen Casper? duh The film with Devin Sawa. Okay, I'm just asking cuz I remember watching that and being like, "Oh, I was feeling something in my young gay heart." For
0: for me, <laughs> the movies were Little Giants and uh-huh. also Now, now and, and Then.
1: Now and Then. Hello. And fucking then. Oh my god.
0: I wanted to be Christina <sighs> Ricci so bad. Uh,
1: the best that movie. I fucking love that movie. Well, I I ask because this movie got me feeling things. Yeah. yeah, me too. And I can think of two specific circumstances from when I was young. And there's one where I was a freshman in high school, which I will save for therapy. But I remember being living in Brazil and going to EAB and there was a kid named Davey. And this motherfucker used to tell me, if you don't hang out with me, I'm going to kill myself. If you don't do this and you do that, I'm going to kill myself. And I was like, I believed it, dude, because I was just a child. And I remember one day I was in class and Davey didn't come to school. (gasps) And I saw his dad like walking the halls. And I was like, he's done it. He fucking did it.
0: You must have had a
1: full-on panic attack. Panicking, I'm in therapy. Everybody, it's cool. <laughs> We're good.
0: I am but, also in therapy. Uh, we are go to working therapy. it
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just that like this movie gave me gave me some deep feels. Absolutely. Anyway, let's get into some trivia. Yeah, please do. Cool. All right. So here is my trivia for today. So this is from IMDB. The only little trivia thing that they had on IMDB says this, an alternate ending was shot where both (gasps) girls escape the burning house, not just one of them, and swear each other to secrecy. And also, okay.
0: I was going to say, I prefer this
1: one. (laughs) No, are you kidding me? I would have been pissed. No. Yeah. I I I want that bitch to die. (laughs) Let her burn. I don't care that she's 10. And also, it says here in this thing, in this IMDb trivia, High Murder is edited out on most TV prints. And I was like, who the, the fuck, fuck is Jaime? Jaime? And I looked it up. I was like, veneno para la, para las hadas, uh, deleted scenes. I looked up Jaime. I have no idea what it is. So I'm not sure if that's bullshit. But if somebody knows, please tell us because I would Let love us to know. see whatever this is. All right. So this is also from IMDb. Oh, this might be Wikipedia. One or the other. My apologies. So <laughs> both girls were nominated for Best Actress at the 1986 Ariel Awards.
0: The Oscars of Mexico.
1: However, they lost to Patricia Reyes Spindola for her role in Los Motivos de Luz. And by the way, just a little fun fact, that same year in 1986, none other than Claudio Brooke, my faith. <laughs> <laughs> One, one best actor for his role in Memoriales Perdidos. Wow, um,
0: you must be yeah. really upset about that.
1: I I just feel like <laughs> I'm just starting to really feel like maybe I'm wrong about what I think about yeah, it. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> but I'm like I can't help it. Listen, not everybody's acting style is for everybody, you know, it's just like I guess. it is what it is. Uh however, this this movie did win that year. It won best picture, best cinematography, best original score Best Editing, and Best Direction at the Ariel Awards. So it, nice. it took a lot. All right, and this is from a YouTube channel that I found called Sprock Films, or Sprock, I guess. And the title of the video was Lo que no sabias de veneno para las hadas. Ooh. And this dude gave me all these fun facts. And I was like, oh shit, this is good. Yeah. So apparently, the movie was like kind of in limbo for six years because no one wanted to make a horror movie with two little girls as the main protagonists.
0: Oh, interesting. And then
1: when it came out and was such a huge success, people were very surprised. Also, the girls were already friends before filming. Cute! Which is super cool, because uh, they were both preparing for a Televisa show called Gravatos, which turned into a show called Carrusel. Oh! <gasps> which I loved carousel. <laughs> so, I remember carousel because they made a Brazilian version called Carrousel, Carrousel, and uh, there was a Brazilian version. Uh, you
0: may have seen the Mexican dubbed version of no, Carousel. No, I
1: specifically looked it up because I was like I remember and I remember the theme song being like Carrousel, <laughs> which I could not find this the theme song but, like, the Bra- there is a full Brazilian version that came out in 91. You're right. Uh-huh. You're
0: right. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. And then they even yes. made, like,
1: a newer version, I think, in, like, 2012. But I'm just going to say I was at that age where I was, like, a little too old. So I fucking hated Carrousel when I was a kid in Brazil. I loved it. <laughs> and by the way, the Mexican version of, Ca- of Carusel is Inspired by an Argentinian telenovela called Jacinta Pichimauida*, La Maestra Que No Se Olvida. Oh, okay. okay. While they were preparing for Carrusel, Ana Patricia Rojo saw the audition for this movie, Veneno para las Hadas, in a newspaper. And after auditioning and being cast by Tawada... She recommended that her friend, Elsa Maria, audition for the role of, uh, of no Flavia. No way! to get
0: the gig. She, right?
1: She's like, hey girl, you should audition for this. And Elsa Maria was picked among a group of about 500 girls. Wow. The woman who played Nana, Carmen, was actually Ana Patricia's mom, <gasps> Calmera Stain, And her only other movie credit was in the movie Hermanos de Sangre from 1974. The first horror movie that Elsa Maria, who played Flavia, the first horror movie she ever saw was actually Tawadas, El Libro de Piedra, which came out in 1978. Cool. And so she was super excited to be in this horror movie, but she got super scared when she saw The Witch (laughs) for the first time on set, which is adorable. But it worked because her performance was great because she was like, actually fucking scared which you could tell is good the opening sequence was actually planned to be filmed in all black and white and not just that like hand to the throat Red blood portion, right? So they achieved that whole black and white red blood portion in post production because it was a re- originally sepia, like the rest of the opening sequence. This is ridiculous, but Ana Patricia lost her fear of insects in this movie because she's picking them up left and right and
0: frogs and all kinds <laughs> and frogs of frogs and all shit. sorts of
1: shit. And apparently now, when she like sees a bug in her house, she won't kill it. She'll just like pick it up and put it outside, which I prefer like to you. do as well. Yeah, just like me. <laughs> The hardest scene for Ana Patricia Rojo to film was the moment that she sticks her tongue out at the cross when she's like, eh, <gasps> yeah, uh, because of her religious beliefs. And it wasn't actually in the script. And Tawada asked her to do it like the night before filming the scene. And she really struggled with it, which is interesting. I mean, you nailed it, girl. You looked pretty committed to me.
0: Yeah, serious.
1: Ana Patricia's dad, Gustavo Rojo, didn't let her go see the movie when it came out because of the subject matter and also because she fucking dies in the end, and it really disturbed him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll do it.
1: But meanwhile, Elsa Maria's parents were like, yeah, sure, go watch it. For sure. And last but not least, after this movie came out, Ana Patricia's career took off. Her IMDb page is stacked. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, Elsa Maria, she did not follow acting because her dad was like, you need to focus on your schoolwork, honey. So that was the that was the end of it. And that's my trivia for the today. Lovely. Let's see what you got.
0: Okay. This article from the website Cine Oculto called Mm. Veneno para las Hadas, El Rostro Asesino de la Imaginación, which I was like, that's pretty. Wow. Yeah. They said something really interesting that I thought was cool. One of the most characteristic of this film is that the adults never appear on screen, only from the waist. Up or down, or their backs towards us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only exception are the witches, Tonyo, but specifically Madame Ricard, who was found by Flavia dead, making the children feel like they're completely alone. Yeah. That on, uh, on one side, the metaphor is that so much can go wrong from the lack of care of parents towards their children that sometimes have a lot of very real uh, fears and insecurities that are dismissed by the parents, basically, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that they underestimate children at an early age not believing things in them because they're so young and little. But this is a period in their life where, something like this can really turn dark and sinister if you don't listen to your children basically Yeah. and i was like that's a that's a really interesting take on like the not seeing of the the faces of the
1: adults Ooh, that just makes me think of like the aftermath of this like now this little girl flavia has to deal with the fact that she
0: killed somebody
1: she <laughs> set that girl on fire but also yeah. her parents have to be like What did you fucking do?
0: And that she's going to have to say she was a witch. Yeah. And she's going to sound crazy.
1: Right. And the parents are going to be like, that doesn't exist, honey. Yeah.
0: You're bonkers. Oof. That's rough. Yeah. A little bit about Carlos Enrique Taboada. And this is from the website Tomatazos.com in an article called (laughs) Carlos Enrique Taboada Hasta la Pantalla Tenía Miedo. And it says here. Three characteristics that were inherent from Tawada's horror films in his di- the in the films that he directed was his predilection to write women characters, his touch of gothic romanticism, and his stance on anti-clerical stuff. So very anti-religion kind of thing.
1: From what I understood, he is an atheist.
0: Yes, and he always. Wow. Included that in all his films. Mm -hmm. All four of his horror films include these three elements. I found this other website called flowjournal.org. And this article is called Female Specters, The Gothic Horror Films of Carlos Enrique Tawada by Mm -hmm. Carrie Haggerty. It says... Mexican horror director Carlos Enrique Tawada is highly regarded in Mexico as one of the great talents of national cinema. He has influenced a generation of Mexican filmmakers, most famously Guillermo del Toro, whose films Mm -hmm. The Devil's Backbone and Pan's Labyrinth pay tribute to him. Tawada began his career as a screenwriter, but he is one of the few Mexican directors who chose to work in the horror genre. As many others did so out of necessity mm. during periods of industrial crisis for him he wanted to do it.
1: I love it. Smart choice. You can say so much with the horror, with horror films. You can do so much with the horror genre.
0: Absolutely his films the ones that he directed are often considered the first modern Mexican horror films as they all take place Mm. in Mexico that was contemporary for that time unlike classic horror films from the 1930s to the 50s which were monster movies usually in like the universal style of horror studio films and they usually took place during like a colonial era or like back in the day like Frankenstein was like Mm. I I'm a villager and that kind of shit. And this is yeah. this. his movies were always set in like a modern day setting. Love it. Taboada's films are some of the first to depict modern day Mexico as the space of gothic horror in which supernatural forces from the past continually exist alongside and threaten to invade the present. So here are these two little young girls and like witches, which is an old timey situation. Uh, yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit about Ana Patricia Rojo, who is our Veronica. Please. She often played villains. Well, she's good at it. One of them was in Maria La del Barrio. Did you ever see the oh, novelas? That,
1: that so familiar.
0: Talía, María La del Barrio soy. You ever see any of the Talia no. novelas? No. They're the best. And so there's great clips of her being an evil fucking bitch
1: to Talia. Oh, and it's the best. Like, are we talking? Wait, are we talking like Talia is the name of the character?
0: No, Talia the singer.
1: Oh, that's what I'm asking. It was Talia the singer?
0: Yeah. Talia was the wow. lead. So she did a bunch of novelas. Mari, Maria I del didn't Barrio. That. I that. I'm shocked because they were huge in Brazil and also all over Latin America.
1: I just know Thalia is like singer, pop star. Thalia, if wow. anything,
0: novela superstar in the early 90s. Oh,
1: shit. I'm missing out. Wow. Okay. Big time.
0: So I found this website on Yahoo.com, Vida y Estilo. Ana Patricia Rojo, la excelente <laughs> vilana de telenovelas que sobrevive... <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> La excelente villana de telenovelas que sobrevive con bajo perfil como emprendedora. Ana Patricia started her career at five years old, and she's been a huge face in Televisa and has had a contract with them, like, literally almost her entire life. Wow. Uh, and grew up in front of the cameras. Her dad is a famous actor, Gustavo Rojo, and her mom was an ex-Miss Peru, (gasps) carmen Stein.
1: Oh oh shit! Wow. Yeah. Oh, this this is a family of stars.
0: Yes. Her first role in a telenovela was a tiny little part in Honraras a los tuyos, and she had like so many like Al final del arco iris, otra vuelta de la tuerca, juegos del destino, (laughs) like el maleficio. All kinds of fucking. Are these
1: ringing bells for you?
0: No. So she's acted in over 28 novelas.
1: Holy shit.
0: Yes. And her most famous ones are playing Imperia Campuzano de la Cruz in María José. And the other one being Penélope Linares in María la del Barrio con Thalía. If you Google Penélope Linares and Uh Thalía, you'll see so many slaps. Like there's the first (gasps) one is Thalía slapping the shit out of Penélope Linares, a.k.a. Wow. It's fantastic. I cannot wait. Yeah. Since 2009, though, Ana Patricia has kind of distanced herself from telenovelas and TV sets because... She was vetted by Televisa that she worked for in exclusivity for all this time. And they decided to not uh, renew her contract because she had been on two, I guess, TV shows in 2018 Mm -hmm. on TV Azteca, which is the biggest competition that Televisa has. So they were like, fuck you. We're not renewing (sighs) your contract, basically.
1: I mean, girls got to work.
0: Hello. But ever since then, she's like decided to keep a low profile. She's working with a Brazilian company cool. to basically sell like, <laughs> it says, cuidado personal como licuados, cremas para adelgazar y todo relacionado a la pérdida y control de peso, which just sounds
1: oh boy. like Nutra, Nutra
0: Life. Remember Nutra Life?
1: Y- y t- Yes, it Yes, it sounds bad.
0: Yeah. But she says that she's very happy that she's working for herself Good. and that she doesn't discount the fact that she would love to go back to acting at some point.
1: Oh, I'm sure she will. Get over your drama, Teve Azteca and Televisa. Come on now. Yeah,
0: stop being dicks. And that's the end of my trivia.
1: I love it. Uh, let me ask you some questions. Please do. Okay, eileen were you scared?
0: Not really, but I it I felt uneasy throughout it. Absolutely. Very uneasy. And you?
1: No, I was not scared. Same with you, uneasy, but that fucking ending, though, I mean, that had me, as the kids say or said, shooketh. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Holy shit. Agreed. What was your best scare?
0: I didn't really have a scare. Is that bad?
1: No, girl. That's okay.
0: What was your best scare? I'll, maybe I'll climb on your bandwagon.
1: I wrote, like, the one that felt most like, yes, that should be it, was Flavia seeing the grandmother in the chair.
0: Yeah, that um, was kind of spooky. Yeah,
1: but I, again, like, that one felt, like, predictable. So, again, I just gave it to the ending, because, again, jaw on the floor. Yeah, So, the okay. ending, to me, was the best scare. Uh, who was your favorite character?
0: <sighs> She's awful, mm-hmm. but... She fucking nailed it. I'm going to give it to Veronica, dude. Ooh,
1: wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it to Flavia because I related. I related damn. so
0: deeply to Flavia, but I think yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have if it wasn't for the absolute monstrosity that the was that fucking kid. Yeah.
1: Oof. Yeah. Well, th- let's just say these two girls Both together. amazing. Damn. Totally. Wow. So good. What was your best line?
0: Right at the top. Where is it?
1: I know what it is.
0: Las brujas lo pueden todo.
1: That was my best line, too. Dude. <laughs> that says it all right at the top of the absolutely, movie.
0: Absolutely. It's it's the thesis statement of this film.
1: Yes. I mean, listen, uh, Veronica wasn't a witch. But. She did it. She
0: might as well have been a she witch. She did
1: it. And, like, she pushed, she pushed. Pushed Flavia so much that Flavia straight up was like, she has a fucking vision to be like, oh, she she is. She is is a witch. She is. Damn. All right. What was your best death? I mean, come on. Come on. (laughs) Do we even have to say it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's got to be that fucking barn burning to the fucking ground,
1: dude. Oh, man. Wow. Fantastic. I have chills. It's just. God so good. Damn. Did you learn anything from the culture?
0: I learned what an aquelar is, what a coven oh, is in Spanish, yeah. mm-hmm. but not really.
1: <laughs> yeah, I said no. It was nice to see Mexico City, back absolutely then, and lovely. also where they filmed at the at the ranch. Really wonderful. Yeah. And finally, how many uis are you going to give this movie?
0: I'm going to give this movie three and a half uis. Mm-hmm. The only reason why it's three and a half is because there isn't that much spooks and ooks you know what i mean Mm -hmm. sure but if anything this is a psychological mind fuck you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but these two girls absolutely kill it there is such a visceral feeling that it gave me of like when you're young when you're naive when you don't have friends and you want them so bad when you're stuck with that person because there is no way that your little mind can't comprehend anything other than like well I just have to do what they say and in general just like I almost wish that I could have seen this movie and experienced it when I was a little girl. Yes, You know totally. what I mean?
1: I, I feel you. What about you? I'm really surprised at this, but I'm going to give this movie a five. <gasps> five oofies. Okay, I this is this the fucking first movie. Five. Dude. No, not the first. The first five was Night of the Living Dead. I gave that like. You're just, right. You did too, I think. Yeah. And honestly, like looking back, like ratings, who fucking cares? It doesn't fucking matter. But it's just like, I get that there are like, the movie's not perfect, but I don't fucking care. No. Like it made me feel. Feel things yeah those two girls nailed it totally i feel like we just scratched the surface as to like what the movie is saying yeah i wasn't scared but i was like you said unsettled that ending kicked my ass yeah and i'm just i give it a five also kind of just like out of like respect to Tabuada. it's his last film so fuck it five i'm doing it
0: yeah man <laughs> go for it amazing so
1: i'm really glad you picked this one because it was uh I enjoyed myself a lot and I didn't, I wasn't expecting it.
0: I also, like, I genuinely had no expectations whatsoever as to what it would have been about. It was incredibly surprising that ending. What a great film. Thank you to Sal Gomez again for Thank you, Sal. Uh, suggesting it to us. We fucking loved it.
1: Yeah, when we get one that we like, it's just like, oh, yes. I will it's de- so nice.
0: It, 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 I will think about this movie for a very long time.
1: Well, we did it. Uh,
0: Yes, let's step on out of the rubble of this burnt down fucking barn. Yeah. Listen, guys, listen to your kids when they say that they have a friend that's a witch. Because...
1: Oh, yeah.
0: They might be being manipulated by an asshole. Probably
1: not a witch, but just a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: fucking asshole. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We appreciate you being here with us. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on our redes sociales, at UykiHorror on Insta and Twitter. Thank you to Sonoro for hosting us They are at, at Sonoro Podcast on Instagram las redes sociales also send us an email with like if you want to talk to us if you have suggestions at wikiorror at gmail.com
1: i mean clearly we're reading these emails because that's where we got the idea for this movie so yeah send away please if
0: you have something that you're like holy shit when i was a little kid this movie was it or like mm-hmm. holy shit what a crazy movie! I mean, we'll do it. Watch it. There's yeah, no... we sure will. <laughs> We're absolutely going to do it. Uh, and if you have a link to it, we also appreciate that too.
1: Oh yes, please. Don't stick your uh, tongue out at a cross, please. Don't stick your tongue out at a cross. Or do it if you want to. Whatever, just and do you know it. What? Whatever, don't do whatever make, you want.
0: Don't make poison for fairies. They're nice.
1: No, they're sweet. Please don't do that. Plus, nobody wants to smell that stinky shit. If
0: you want to be a bruja, keep it to yourself,
1: dude. Be nice. Be like the nice Wicca brujas. Like, fucking make potions that are nice. Love potions and stuff like that.
0: Make a love potion. That's great. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Johnny, thank you for not being a little cunt witch bitch. I fucking love you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love you, too.
0: And we'll see you guys in la próxima semana. Adios.
1: Adios.